This is a HeadGum Podcast. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. So, lights go up, and uh, Guillermo del Toro is like, what'd you, you know, what'd you think? Was Crimson Peak, was it scary, was it smart, all these things. And I, I said, I love the first, like, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. But then when it, when it turns out that it was... That it was all Beetlejuice doing all the pranks, yeah. Yeah, when it's like Beetlejuice has been hired. Remember me? Yeah, yeah. To yeah, that's when he's small. He talks. Yeah, remember me? When he's in, yeah, with the oops. When he eats the fly, and he goes, Bleh. yeah. Uh, which they do again. Yeah, they do. They a, do a lot of stuff again. It's like. The f- the first ninety minutes is a new movie, but then terrifying. It's almost as if they stitched the reel from Beetlejuice into that. Like they didn't finish. Like he didn't finish the first movie, and then just started playing Beetlejuice. Well, yeah, and it's it's so weird. There's just a scene where she suddenly, and it seems to have only occurred to Guillermo del Toro like after having filmed the first hour and a half she goes to wind the cuckoo clock yeah and then what comes out is Beetlejuice with a little hammer and he bonks himself on the head and he goes cuckoo cuckoo remember me and then she goes Beetlejuice have you been up to all this nonsense and he's like you got me babe and then he eats he, a well, fly well he said bird. no he says yeah. bitch <laughs> that's right yeah. It's really bad. And he honks his crotch. <laughs> it was a really strange thing. I mean, this is a great thing to sort of talk about for our Halloween episode, uh, which we're doing. And and I was and I was saying, you know, when I had a similar note, because Guillermo asked me and I said, Well, here's your pull quote, you know, like he goes, Did you like it? I go, Yeah, I was crimson freaked. That was I was like, you can say that. But I do want to talk to you about the Beetlejuice element of this film and how maybe it weakens some of the other scares. And we should say that it's October, Goose Goblins rule the earth, uh, Frankenstein, which is... Uh, it's Monsters m- on Parade. Mean, yes. It's Monsters on Parade. It's Spooky, spooky Goblins mm-hmm. t- taking over Disneyland. So... We are normally an enemy of this stuff. People always say, yeah, too scary, too spooky. Anytime we bring up anything spooky, people almost think that we're being inconsistent with our characters. (laughs) Um, Which it's like we're not characters, we're real people. Uh, But people tend to call that out. But for October, I hope that you'll give us a pass because 
basically, it's still about making money in this world. It's still about earning a dollar and a cent. This and in is, October time, that means... how you make cash. Yes. Yeah. That you got to freak the kitties. And, Maybe uh, the scariest thing of all is how much money you make from talking about ghosts in yeah. October. Yeah. It's, you know, people also always quote that nerds are cool now. Well, Frankensteins are cool now. And that's, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what October is about. Yeah. And I did have someone come up and say that to me on the street. Uh, Which nerds are cool. He said, uh, you should talk about how since it's October, Frankensteins and Skellingtons are cool now. Um, he came up to me on the street. A stranger? Uh, yes. Well, I'm sure he'll be very discouraged by hearing that on the show. Uh, he'll, you know, he'll probably just want to do more of that now. I mean, like you've given him now probably the best positive reinforcement he could have gotten by like repeating that on his show. He's listening to it now. It's like his I show go. now. But yeah, and now it's his show. Well, let me say officially that's the last time I'll ever do that. So, uh, yeah, I thought uh, – the movie ruled Beetlejuice stuff felt like it was from a different movie, a very specific different movie, Beetlejuice. Speaking of movies. Hey, welcome to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking button, dropping names in the red carpet lineback hallways of this industry we call showbiz. What up, what up? Uh, what could be scarier for a Halloween episode mm-hmm. than doing the teaser freezer segment yes for a non horror movie and getting locked in yeah yeah getting stuck in the teaser freezer so imagine you've gone in there to just like find a teaser for a dinner party or mm. some such thing all your friends are coming over and the door swings shut behind you as if as if on its own accord hey hey look out of here can anybody Hear me! That's you. Yeah, that's you. Uh, and so I think that is sufficient connective tissue between the season of Halloween and the segment we had already planned on doing. Uh, that also suggested by a stranger. Suggested by a stranger. Yeah, Beeface on Twitter. Uh, um, and this is the last time we use any of your suggestions. So cut it out. <laughs> he wanted us to do. The teaser freezer for the movie Burnt, which we were already going to do. So why don't we get into it? We'll play the theme song, which I don't think we've ever played before. It's so cold. It's so cold in the teaser freezer. It's so cold, it's so fucking cold in the teaser freezer. You want me to bleep that out? Yeah, could you? I hate it. Sure. It's yeah, supposed it's to be like, you know? Offensive. Yeah. The teaser freezer is supposed to be nice. Even when it's scary, it's supposed to be nice. And we don't say the F word about it. <clears throat> I mean, it's not even offensive to me. It's boring. You know, I don't even get offended by that stuff, but it's just like that. that just like it's like swearing is just boring. To no, me. I've said this before. You can't really find a word that offends me. I can think of maybe a half dozen. And it's like, how about and using it, an original word? Yeah, if you want to really offend me, use. There you go. Thank you. What? If you want to really offend me, use a word I don't know. 
Yeah, using a that makes me feel stupid at least. <laughs> How about like veep cursing, where they have all kinds of inventive? Oh, that's so creative. They say like, "What are you doing here?" Whatever, Jonas, you like, uh, filthy like you porcupine, donkey rectum. Yeah, yeah, porcupine's. I guess anus. I mean, it's usually mm. anus or rectum. Yeah, you hedgehog sphincter. And I'm like, okay, are they cursing? Yeah. Am I busting up? Yeah. It's like Shakespeare. It's our Shakespeare. It's our Shakespeare because they're making new words even better words. So you want them to say hedgehog's anus teaser freezer in the song? Okay. Well, let's get into the teaser freezer. Uh, This is for Burnt. It's a movie about a very mean, badass Badass chef. chef. And it's played by Bradley Cooper, sort of an extension of his Silver Linings playbook character, who was also damaged with mental problems. Oh, yeah. This is different. For me, this is a departure for him. Because we're used to seeing him. Golden boy, got it all, winner, top of the world, and no real conflict. So there's a lot at stake here with this movie for him. S-T-E-A-K on the chefing food. The Will he be able to keep his fan base playing a character that's so scary and rude and so messed up? And like, can you root for a guy who's like doing so... Who's so badass and so punk rock and such a dangerous presence that uh, perhaps you would not want your children to even know. Do I want to invite this character into my home? Yes, because he will be sitting in your living room with you, and he will be uh, trash-talking. Knife. 16, Knife. quit school. Just quit school at 16 already. Just enough for a one-way ticket to Paris. Oh, my God. One That's way. so much Maybe money. I just wanted it really bad, and then when I got it too early, I didn't know how to hold on to it. Fire. What do you want? I'm going to run the best restaurant in the world. Motorcycle. If you're a chef, he's like the Rolling Stones. The Rolling <laughs> Stones of chefs? He's like the most badass famous band. Yes. And also the Rolling Stones need like four or five guys to be the Rolling Stones. But this guy's only just one. He's not there Mick Jagger. No, he's the whole Stones. There's no individual person who they could have used. There's not a single one to 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 make a connection that makes more sense to an individual chef. It's oh. only all of the Rolling Stones. And by the way, if you think of like, well, isn't the Beatles more famous than the Rolling Stones? And it's like, yeah, but who get who would more kick your ass than Ronnie Wood? And Brett laughs like, oh, I know who that is. Yeah, I got that. I just want everyone to know. I know, like that guy was in the Rolling Stones. That's one of the guys from the band. Yeah, we know, Brett. Mike doesn't need to be on except to just check in saying, like, oh, a music joke? Oh, that's Here I my am. Area. Shut up. Shut up, Brett. We know you know who Ronnie Wood is. He's cutting butter. It's like Philip. I don't want my grass. restaurant to be a place where you come and eat. 
I want people to sit at that table and be sick with longing. Okay, so this is a good philosophy. He wants people to feel sick at his restaurant. Can you and think not of eat. a crazier characteristic for a chef that to not only not want people to eat, but to feel sick without having eaten? Okay, this guy, I don't know if I want him in my house. And then there, there's a... But I do want to go to that restaurant. You want to get sick? The way he talks about it. I mean, getting sick with long... I mean, this is something that we have talked about a little bit recently. But getting sick with longing, it sounds to me like he's talking about blue balls. Sure, yeah. Or, what else could that mean? Or, yes, or longing is sometimes... Of course. An action. It's like... Sick with... If I'm longing that sick, sick. Oh, no. I thought... I thought you meant getting sick because your zone mm. is longing too fast. No, I know that too. But also, if you're straight up longing someone, like, that also can make them feel sick. So it's it's, it's it's an interesting thing for a chef, and this is what makes it so scary, that he wants people to go to his restaurant and, I guess, be made sick by either becoming long so quickly mm-hmm. uh, that, I guess, it hits the table too hard, mm-hmm. or your version would be longing... Longing a chick. He went to Louisiana. Sniffing, snorting, injecting. He went to Louisiana and he did food like a drug. He injected some French toast or something. Mm. Try to start a new restaurant. There are at least a dozen people who will try to have you killed. He got punched. Someone threw an apron at him. Yeah, well. They say, someone is going to try and have you killed. And then they show a woman. Sort of missing him with an apron. Yes, and that is one nice thing. If you are a chef, you sometimes make a lot of enemies and they are allowed to try to kill you, but they're not allowed to use any of the dangerous kitchen tools because as a chef, you're so respectful of like knives yeah. and stuff that you do have to use either an apron, maybe an egg beater, or at worst like a plastic bowl, you know, for like a mixing bowl. And so you can sort of hope that I it like – I, if, if the apron strings flew in such a, an exact way that they wrapped around somebody's Create throat and noose. garroted them, yes, yes, yes. created a, a, a makeshift noose, and then they go to run after you, like don't throw that apron at me, and it yanks the noose tight around their neck. But in this case, it just sort of grazes his shoulder and sure, falls well, harmlessly, to harmlessly tell. to the floor. It's mm. The only place I've ever felt like I really belonged. I love every minute of it, the heat, the pressure, the violence. Throwing plates. Oh, God help you if you're a plater at table in this movie. If you know a plater at table or you have any friends who are plates or tables, mm-hmm. be careful because not a single plate is going to survive this movie. It's not a safe movie for plates or for tables. And we've been saying this from the beginning. And I now almost am on the side where I don't want to root for this character, but I do want to say this, Hayes. There's a moment where he talks about the kitchen being the only place he ever felt like he belonged. And I thought, that's me with movies and stuff like that. 
And we all have that, don't we? We that all have place where we like felt that. at home. Yeah, uh, that maybe seems crazy to someone else. The yeah. pressure, the heat, the violence of the kitchen or the movies place. Uh, for that to be where you're most comfortable yeah. in an area of discomfort, uh, that's a character who's broken in a way I can relate to. Does any of this make sense? For me, it's my home office, being surrounded by. My books, my pens, that, that's, it's, it's really the only place that I've ever really... The paper fasteners. Felt comfortable. Those yeah. kind of butterfly clip things. Yeah, and it's a kitchen too. And so... It is, yeah. And so on that level, I really connect to this character being forced to put my office in the kitchen mm-hmm. by my uh, now live-in girlfriend, Carrie on, Carrie on Moss, uh, and... Carrie on Moss. Carrie on. Uh, <laughs> That's the joke. That's they just do for with us. Each other. Yeah. Uh, and Brett, you have uh, you have Walgreens. It's like okay. kind of your place. Yeah, I remember seeing you holding court in Walgreens one day when I walked in <laughs> to grab some chapstick, and it gave me a whole other image of you. Where here you're sort of this sniveling little weaselly loser who everyone just picks on and. Uh, you almost look like you're about to piss yourself whenever I see you. But when I walked into Walgreens, I thought, oh, that's a full adult man who has this sort of harem of uh, – they look to be very young, uh, very overweight um, foreign women uh, who were just hanging on your every word uh, and you were helping them pick out – Combs and it was just really cool to see. <laughs> Why didn't you say hi, man? I didn't want to spoil the moment. I right. don't know if it's it's sort of like seeing your teacher at the grocery store, right? For you, <laughs> a plate exploded. What happens if you succeed? Fireworks, immortality, immortality. What happens if you fail? I'm table. I can do it. Thank God. One hoped you were dead. Plate. Now I'm back. Through a plate. Now he's back. Now I'm back. You are looking at that all the time, yes, yeah? Chef. You have eyes on it the whole time, so you hit the pass. Yes, chef. Yeah? Look at me. Yeah? Yes, chef. You up for it? Yes, chef. All right, let's go! Yes, chef! Yeah, chef! And it ends in this, like, most badass way possible where he, like... He's. You can tell he's so mean because he goes up to the other chef and he says, you're looking at that, right? And she's like, yes. And he's like, you are, right? And she's like, yes. And he's like, okay. Yeah, that's badass. That and- kind of confrontation is like so heated. That's how crazy it can get in a kitchen where you ask someone twice if they're doing something and they're like, yeah. And you're like, okay, good. And you're grilling them. And I got to say this. Uh, grilling, <laughs> chef. Uh, I got to say this. So obviously this guy's a badass. Uh, people wished he was dead. He might be actually immortal. They don't make it clear if it's a metaphor or not. I think he's a, maybe really is one. But he's so badass and tough. And they want him dead, I think, because he doesn't play by the rules. Now, here's a distinction let's make. There's a difference 
between not playing by the rules and not knowing the rules. Mm -hmm. And some people think me and Hayes don't know the rules of podcasting. And maybe that's why uh, Scott and Scott from You Talking You Two to Me want us dead. We know we the know rules, the rules, sweetie. We choose not to play by Sweetheart, them. we know the rules. Sugar, we knew the rules, okay? The rule is, don't put your tongue on the mic. How does this sound? Does that sound oh, good, How everybody? does that sound? How does that sound? That <laughs> sound do good? That. Like, I'm not, like, I, like I a, just I said the rule, so I know the rule, but I don't think I play by the rule. Don't give it a big lick. That's a rule not to shock yourself. It's not about good podcasting. Okay. We... We know. We know that. We know the rules and we know why they're rules. We like it. But it's so punk to get shocked. Makes my hair like Johnny Rotten's hair. So, just so you know, I think this chef does know the rules and he's ignoring them anyway. Not knowing the rules. Not knowing the rules and breaking them is like being Lenny from Mice and Med. And being a yes. Or Frankenstein is another example. Just to tie in, we've been doing a lot of Halloween stuff. Mm-hmm. Frankenstein another doesn't example, know the rules. Does not know the rules. That's why he's breaking them. Mm-hmm. He just knows he still like fire. And uh, actually, um, uh, so sorry to do this, Hayes. But Frankenstein was the doctor. <laughs> Um, and I think you're talking about Dr. Frankenstein's monster. I, I, I it's such a. I mean, you're right. I just wonder. I, I but I just wonder why you haven't mentioned that we've brought, we've said Frankenstein's <laughs> hundreds of times on this show, and <laughs> and I said it myself earlier. And you said but what you found out. That's another great point that you did say <laughs> it yourself. You earlier. found out is that I actually knew the rules. I just refuse to play. That's by why them. you're breaking them. Mm-hmm. So that's like this guy. He knows that plates are for food on, not wall throw. Smash, yeah. yeah. Tables are for legs on the bottom, not for Smash, flip upside down. Yeah. More plates everywhere. And what are some other? Oh, and food restaurants are for eating, not for longing. Sick with chicks. Longing some chick, yeah. So it is really. Um, a uh, movie that I'm scared to see, but it's exciting, and uh, I look forward to seeing Coop at the awards take home the hardware. We have a great guest great this week. One. Either Brandon Content, Brandon Content, be. and Jeff Wanger, or Stephanie Allen, depending on which one we did last week or which one we're doing. Although I guess Jeff Wanger, yeah. Yeah. This is going to be, that's like the character he is doing. In the show, yeah. Yeah. Uh, We're real guys. I guess um, we've been talking about this being our Halloween episode, so I guess this will have to go with uh, Brandon Content and Jeff Wanger. So So now you heard how how we figured it out. Yep. On Hollywood Handbook. Bye. So, lingering after the Deptone show. And uh, Chuck, closerman, says, do you have a light? 
Uh, and you know how I can like take my Zippo out and like light it in one mm-hmm. one motion, very smooth yeah. motion. It comes out of the holster and it's like already lit. Yeah, by the time one, yeah, it's one it's out there. Yeah. Well, this time it's like on that bungee to like keep it attached to the holster. Mm-hmm. And I think because of the weather being like sort of unseasonably hot, yeah, the bungee was like more elastic i don't know if it's like uh, more or less elastic yes, but it was the lo- moisture loose yeah, looser yes. uh and so i end up just kind of throwing it throwing a flame in his zippo in his face yeah his beard yeah yes and his beard part of his beard exploded but it wasn't it like went out very fast so mm-hmm. i was like oh phew right this is okay but I guess some of the hairs are like a fuse that goes like inside his head. Oh, God. So they're actually so, connected into his inside of his head. And so the inside of his head was on fire. So the some of the hairs acted as a little fuse that went into like almost if his brain is a bomb. Yes. Or not a bomb, but like a stack of... Stack of wood, I guess. Wood, Something right. that is supposed to catch on so fire. So you're hearing a easily. sort of crackling and smokes coming out of his ears. <laughs> yes. But it ended up being sort of okay because he got an idea. Oh, for a book or something? Yeah, to write a book about how Muhammad Ali invented rap or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. And it was a really smart book. Yes, yeah. So, welcome to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's mm. guide to kicking butt and dropping names in the, in the red carpet. Red carpet linebacker hallways of this hallways industry we call showbiz. I what thought. up, what up? And Paul is really judging the cold brew that I'm drinking. Don't say. What? Do I? Don't no? say who it is. Well, I mean, we want to say who it is. Oh, right. I shouldn't even. Oh, right. I shouldn't even have brought up. And there's no Paul here. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't me either. Uh, thank you. Perfect, Joe. Just, Not Joe. Yeah, go ahead. No, Hayes is doing the intro. What up? What up? We just have a specific way. We no, we to. have a way that Hayes wants to do yes. these things. Go uh, ahead. And- so we did an episode a few weeks ago. Uh, you could find it on on Howl mm-hmm. um, .fm, which we um, we want to talk a lot about today as well. But before we get into that, uh, we did an episode with Joe Wenger. Uh, it didn't go exactly as we wanted it to go. I remember it sort of being the most scared I've ever been doing an episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, Joe, you were here as our head of branded content, which you still are. Yes. Now I'm here. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and – Oh, welcome, Joe. It's the first I'm seeing of and when I say And when I say you still are, I mean like you still are in the room – like you remain in the room from that episode. You are still here. Yes. yes. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, we we got into a discussion of a character and named. Did, and I'm sorry. Before we get into that, have, did you get any of the stuff that I asked you to bring me? Oh, uh, what was it? The uh, soup? Was it soup? <laughs> soup. I need underwear. I need soup. Right. Um, I use Sure, which is a now that's a that's that's not a gender specific deodorant, but recently uh, they've really. There's a lot more lavender on it, so it makes you think it's a ladies' deodorant, but it's a gender. It's it's, it's not, not gender. And specific. who cares if it is? If it's what you like, it works for me. It works for me in my body. You and know, you so. makes you feel confident raising your hand in a classroom. It makes me feel confident whenever I have to, you know, sort of present to the rest of the team. Or if the light above you goes out, you got to reach up and yeah. 
Yeah. Twist it. You don't uh-huh. have to feel like I can't put my arm up because you, that's someone unsure who can't put their arm up, and you are sure. Right. I'm reaching up into the top shelf of the and as you bathroom cabinet doing- for the tampons for my wife or girlfriend, not for me. Mm-hmm. And and I don't want to make up a stink. <laughs> now I only use I only use Mitchum because of course I love the movie Friends of Eddie Coyle. <laughs> And so I can only use the deodorant based on the lead actor from that film. Um, and it is incredibly masculine. And I don't mean that as a dig at you using the lavender flower one. Uh, that's not why. You it's know, just I what it works for you. That's what suits me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can borrow mine because we don't have your shore here and we also don't have your soup and we also don't have the wafers you requested or the underwear. Mm-hmm. Um, was it Night of the Hunter that you like it, with the knuckle tattoos and things? Didn't you get something because of that? Oh, is that why you I got, got the knuckle, knuckle tattoos? tattoos. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's a uh, bone on one hand and ing on the other hand. Yes. Uh, so now it's, I haven't seen Night of the Hunter. It's a it's a is hyphen on the first knuckle on the left hand. Uh-huh. So it's B O N E across four knuckles, then hyphen I N G. Okay. Yeah, you haven't seen Night of the Hunter. No. Well, it really makes you want a bone. That's for sure. Uh, and uh, and my knuckles tell that story. But when uh, Joe was here in the past, and, and where I've remained, where he's been, and, since. I, and can I have my phone? Is there a reason why you guys took my phone with you when to you left charge me? it for you? Okay, I feel I just I haven't been going to work. I've been checking in with people. Yeah, in my and life. the battery's been uh, uh, finicky, so it won't take the plug we want to give it. It's like very particular about the plug it wants. No, it's an iPhone six. Okay, it must be one whatever. Of those European it is. ones that use like a different jack. But we've actually tried to use no. one of those converters. No, it's and not. That I mean, I got it. Oh yeah, and I almost feel like the converter practically broke it or did. So anyway, <sighs> okay. It, that and and that all of that is immaterial to what we're here to talk about. Yes, which is, which is uh, there was a discussion of a character named Brandon, Brandon Content who we could use. To explain the concept of branded content in a very Which is exploding. Way. Yes. And there was discussion of the possibility of Paul F. Tompkins appearing in the studio at a specific time, playing the character branded content. And confession time, we said on that show that it was not a Paul F. Tompkins character. Yes. And that he wasn't going to appear, but we had wanted him to appear, and actually he was just held up at a taping of No, You Shut Up. And that is why he wasn't here. And we did think he was going to walk in at any minute, and of course he did not. But it is a funny idea for a character, and he did work really hard on a voice for it. And so we should actually hear it, and he is here, and that is why Joe was waiting. And so do you want to swing your microphone that I'm sorry did I'm sorry you want I know you wanted that to be heard so you can put it back up and like make your mi- microphone swinging down and as an announcement as triumphant announcement of his entry what and Paul likes to yes yes it's not making as much noise as I wanted you don't want it to and Brett looks so nervous when you jerk around there Hello, it's me, Brandon Content. Okay, and before we get into really exploring, and I love that as a start, where did you come up with this idea? What? Uh, you, as Paul. You, as Paul, yes. yeah. Well, um, you know, Brandon, 
I did it by accident. Branded content, I think, is a very important thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, a rising tide lifts all boats. And so mm. I thought, you know, I, I heard your episode. Uh, it started. I was listening to something else, and then it, that ended, and your episode started playing. And uh, I think I was in a situation where I couldn't do anything about that. Is and that so, a feature of Howl? Yeah. If you're, that sounds like it works better than a lot of the other ones. I used Howl Shuffle, uh, which is only for Android. It's only for Android. Howl Shuffle is only for Android. And so you listen to a thing that you want to listen to, and yeah. then the, the, the app will surprise you and play something else. Um, and so uh, I'm a dedicated Android user. I won't use anything else. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not one of these Steve Jobs cultists or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have yeah. my own mind, and so that's why I use uh, an Android device. That's neither here nor there. We're here to talk about branded content, and which that, is very And is important. that a shot at Joe who talked about his iPhone 6 just moments ago? Not an intentional shot at Joe, but hey, if, if you if you take it in the choir because my iPhone isn't charging properly. That's what these guys have told Would you me. consider mm-hmm. switching over to an Android? Can I still have a thousand songs in my pocket? Do you need a thousand songs in your pocket? I need at least a thousand songs in my pocket. A, a thousand? What? I, how many of those songs have you listened to? All, all thousand. You listen. Well, then time to start over with dozens of songs. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought about ones, it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I keep listening to the same dumb old songs. There same you go. thousand songs. Absolutely. Yeah. Reconnecting me to memories that of stuff I've already <laughs> lived. Mm-hmm. And thought about. Yeah. Let's get into something and new. And let's make some new memories. New and, memories. and one of the new memories we're going to make is Brandon content. Right. And he'll Yo! be a memory. And, and he before we get into that, yeah. Where were you last? Why was that taping taking so much longer than usual? Yeah, um, I remember that day. It was uh, that was rough. We our guest was um, Tavis Smiley, mm-hmm. and uh, he was having a bit of an issue with the puppets um, because there's puppets on the show, mm-hmm. and we had explained to Tavis these are puppets, and he accepted that they were puppets except for one puppet. Yeah, there was a uh, trash can puppet mm-hmm. that he kept insisting was real, and he was kind of freaked out by it. And I think because of a connection to Push, the talking trash can at Disneyland, a discontinued character. But it was a trash can that looked like a trash can at Disneyland, except yeah. it could talk to you. His name was Push. His name was Push because he push had it. the word Push on the the mm-hmm. flap there, and people, of course, actually put trash into the trash can, and they disabled it. I think because of uh, terrorism fears. Um, so Tavis is one of those guys who has a, you know, a subscription to Disneyland. He like goes yeah. all the time. Um, one of those childless people that loves to go to Disneyland and collects the pins and all that stuff. So get in line early for the Dole Whip because <laughs> the Dole Whip line gets long. What is mm. the Dole Whip again? It's, uh, <laughs> it's a sort of a mixture of vanilla ice cream. Oh, no, no, no. It's like, uh. It's like a pineapple-y flavored ice cream. But uh, right? yeah. just to be clear, look at not me. a ride. It's not no. a ride. Okay, I thought it was a ride. No. Yeah, long line for the Well, treats. it sounds like you're going to get whipped around. But Bye, not. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like it's going to slowly whip you around <laughs> while you're kind of bored. famously can't move his arm In very, the, very <laughs> high. With the hand that's not holding the pen, he works yeah. the lever that whips you around. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, we had to really talk Tavis down because he was kind of freaking out. And he's like, this is the second talking trash can. skittered up into a corner. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. 
Yeah, we had to chase him down with a broom. And so that took a while because, you know, obviously the ceilings in the studio are very high. You well, spend enough time with a trash can and then they do become real. Yeah, that yes. can happen to anyone actually in your home. Yeah, if you if you These have childless any, people, yeah, if you ha- if you're a childless person, you have a trash can in your home that has one like a, a lid where there's a a little door, you know, or a mm. flap or something like that. Then you will start to see it as a mouth. Well, it's and, eating things, and it's exactly at exactly its, at its main job. And you're well, waiting for it to speak. And Douglas has helped me since Douglas is this trash can that's here. Mm-hmm. And he's allowed me to reach in and grab some of the food and stuff that's been in there since I've been in the Earwolf Studios here waiting for you to get here. What's what's rare is that Douglas, as you call him, is just a regular old wastebasket. Well, yeah. I mean. If you spend enough time in him and then at nighttime, it's just you and him. The, you him. say allowed me to reach in. Was that was that like a process of was he, there a negotiation? Uh, negotiation? Yeah. I asked him and I was like, if you don't want me to reach in and get the rest of the scone that Jason Manzoukas didn't want, then tell me. Okay. And what did he say? He didn't tell me to not do it. Didn't want okay. to finish. Wait a second. I mean, I don't want to get into like a real discussion of this stuff. This mm-hmm. is like, but it's I can't. I mean, because it's probably not. This is like shop talk. It's not that interesting to people. Oh, and I want to get into the thing because I've been waiting so long. Sure. For branded content. Oh but, yeah. Well, you as head of branded content must have even stronger feelings about content. branded content mm-hmm. than than anyone. But very, but very quickly, let, let's find out. Oh, of course. More yeah. about Joe and the. the I just trash feel like that's alive. The idea of like he didn't tell me to not do it. Is kind of like dangerous territory. You're saying silence yeah. equals consent. Yeah. Yes, that's sort of a. <laughs> that's always been my thing. <laughs> you guys know that, right? Yeah, no, that no, is kinda, we do I, know that that I, I was, it was a like thing a, in the past, and we thought that we had discussed it to a point that we tamped it out a little. I bit. honestly thought it was like an on stage thing, and I wonder if like 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 us all laughing at you doing bits about silence equaling consent. Hey, nobody told me not to do it. I, like that was sort of the punchline of a lot of your raunchy stories. Yeah. <laughs> it was almost like a, an Urkel-esque catchphrase. Yeah. No one told me not to do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Yes. It's a story where you're, whatever, in the coma ward of a hospital or something, and mm-hmm. then you talk about some things that you did, and then you go like, hey, well, nobody told me not to do that. And yeah. I sort of thought like, oh, this is a raunchy, edgy stage persona, mm-hmm. yeah. but this isn't Everybody actually. Everybody listening knows my raunchy stuff. Like, yeah. The coma ward. Yes. Where it's, just, it's, it's just room after room. Just row coma row guys. Beds, it's, it, it's, and one, girls. it's like one. Coma big, guys and girls. Yeah. Yes. yes. One big room, mm-hmm. just like a row of beds. And We're just waiting for people to wake up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? What do you, what is. I, I mean, I think a lot of people think that there isn't like a specific coma room of, for like people in comas. No, yeah. because they're friends. All, what everyone, do you think right. about it? Everyone that's in the coma ward is, is friends? They're connecting to uh, yes. yeah, an inception machine. Well, yeah, they connect all their to those weird brains with wires. Yeah. Just in case they want to like hang out. They connect all of them with wires and then Joe has this story where his wiener gets tangled up in all the brain wires. <laughs> You know, and I won't spoil it because if people haven't seen your live stuff, you can't I can't spoil it. It's out there. Yeah. Well, uh, yes, that's true. But he, his wiener gets tangled up in all the brain wires yeah. in the coma ward. And then, you know, the end of that story. Hey, is nobody course, told me not to do it. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Big, big I mean, applause. Yes. Big applause. Yes. No but, laughs, but, but a big applause. The thing big. about that specific case is people, people <laughs> did tell you not to do that. 
okay, yeah, but you can't. Here, That's you what know, makes that but one the unique. When, yeah. when I'm making a bit, right. I'm like, I'm not going to just tell it exactly 100% how it is. No, you got to like, sort of goose gotta, the funny exactly, part. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And yeah I like yeah. to goose it. <laughs> no one told you not to do it. <laughs> yeah, no, he told you not to goose it. Yeah, so, um, but anyway, you're excited about Brandon content. Oh, I'm did excited someone to, say my name? <laughs> I'm excited to meet him and hang on. Uh, okay, sorry. I, I think that... What we maybe didn't really get to is why this character is important. Why today? Yes, why today? The biggest piece of storytelling, right? It's like you have to know how long have these characters known each other and why today are we seeing them know each other. So, Joe, you love brands. You love Mm -hmm. content. Why today are we going to meet Brandon? Uh, well, you know, t- f- today is the time to do it because we're all here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how do you know Brandon? How do I know him because I'm at Wolf Cool trying to make content and he comes in and he's going, "I love brands." Uh-huh. And he's constantly trying to get the brands into the content. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And why today? Do you know what day it is? Yeah. Well, today is – I don't know what day it is, but today is the day that we're all here, and now I get to do it. And now, then I get out of out of room, you know, because all I now, know is room. Joe, I've noticed you check in with Douglas a lot before you answer a question to see if it's okay for so, you to yeah, answer. It's like well, a Senate hearing where you, you keep <laughs> – you're well, almost covering the microphone and looking at him. You look to Douglas like – and then you wait and then you nod like, okay, and well, then you'll turn and respond. Douglas doesn't necessarily think that you're going to let us out of room today. He knows he's not going anywhere, and so he says that I should go before branding content. But I want to he- hear branding content. I've wanted to hear it, and I want to get there. So, Is that a point – is that a sticking point for you that he is going to – Stay. I mean, if you leave, he's just going to be here. Like, well, he was can, there, there. Any thought of taking him with you? Just think. I don't know if he. He's happy here, and it's going to be overwhelming for him out. So there. he doesn't want mm-hmm. you. He doesn't want you to leave. More than he, it's not so much he wants to leave room, but he, he doesn't want you to leave room. The two options he wants are. Either we both stay in room or he comes with me out of room. But you would never give him a plan to escape room because he's a great deal smaller than you and could conceivably escape in a less conspicuous way. (laughs) Even if it was just someone taking him to empty him outside. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think I totally followed that. And again, you looked at Douglas before you answered. (laughs) Right. And it felt like... I just, Maybe you did know what I meant, and he didn't want you to say that? No, it's because I'm just hungry. Yeah. Does anybody want some refreshing gel? What brand of gel? I'm interested. Pure, it's oh, Purell. brand. Exa- oh, so funny, Brandon, and this is exactly what we want to get into. It's Purell uh, refreshing gel. It kills the germs, but if you mix it with water, it's okay for you to drink when you're here. 
And so then I, we should talk about then, of course, Joe's been here for so long in part because that was several weeks ago that you weren't able to make it to that one. Then we scheduled another one, but you had a very special spot to do Yes. at the same time. And so we weren't able to get into branding content in that studio. And can you talk a little bit about that spot? Yes. Uh, I did a special episode of Spont um, where uh, all the people on the show had leukemia. And the idea was we we're trying to show people, hey, leuke- just because you have leukemia doesn't mean you can't do improv comedy. It doesn't mean that uh, you're a freak and uh, you should be banished or whatever. That people – there's everyday people have leukemia and leukemia people are funny too. And and admittedly, a lot of the improv was about leukemia mm-hmm. and uh, certainly um, – all we talked about was leukemia, but I think we put a spin on it that was uh, positive and uh, 10% of the proceeds went to leukemia-based uh, awareness groups. That's interesting that you'd say that. I mean, I guess comedy is subjective because the message I seem, I took from it mm-hmm. that you seem to be trying to get across mm-hmm. is not everyone can do what I do. You, Paul F. Tompkins, right. saying basically like, you think that this like anyone can just like step up to a microphone and like be really funny, right? Uh, you know, I'm bringing in all these people to show you like no, it's like an actual talent that I Paul F. Tompkins have. Well, here's here's my here's my reasoning. Okay, is that um, people with leukemia are just like everyone else, meaning they can't do what I can do. Ah, uh, yeah. So it, it's 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 a it's a dual message. It's like, hey, everybody. You think you can do this and it's easy. It's not. Also, guess who's just like you and not being able to do this? People with leukemia. So treat them nicer. Yeah, don't you know? make them outcasts because yeah. you guys I, have a lot in common and that you're not I, good at this like I, me. I know, I know this is this is supposed to be about Hollywood and everything, but I, I just want to say it makes me sick the way people treat people with leukemia. Like they treat them like – people are always like, put them on an island. I don't want to have to look at that. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And I think that I – I, I hope I'm not going to lose a lot of Twitter followers for this. Yeah. I feel that that's wrong. People Putting them pay in a like, lot of money to go to the island. Stashing them in like a hospital instead of letting them just Locking like, them away yeah, just in the letting, leukemia ward. Just like be out and like go to work and yeah. stuff. Let yeah. them out. Let them out of there. They, they need to get out. And bring them some soup at least. It's so hot to want soup. I interpreted it as soup because you said you wanted food water. <laughs> oh, food water. Now, now that makes sense. Yeah. So that's what I have in here. It's more of this soup that I make. Well, you make a soup. Yes. Out of the Purell refreshing gel and water, I want more of that. There's not enough because people keep rubbing it on their hands. Is it a cold soup, the Purell soup? Yeah. Like it's a gazpacho? Like a gazpacho, mm-hmm. yeah. Unless you want hot spacho, remember? I do remember. Yeah. Series, that's rain. Now, uh, play Shake, Rattle, and Roll. <laughs> hey, we, we, we may have gotten a little off topic just because, of course, uh, I do need to double back mm-hmm. and defend the idea that putting a bunch of people who have a specific disease on an island is seen as so negative. But islands are very nice. Well... That's, there's a lot of nice islands. That's true. So I rest my case. All right. Now, what might Brandon content have to say about um, 
The launch of Howl.fm. Oh, Howl.fm. Are you familiar with our logo? Uh, oh, well, hang on. Don't do the voice yet. Okay. Because um, I got... <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, before we really get going with that, it's it's, it's time for the popcorn gallery. Just, just to be clear, like when you're saying a thing like, what would Brandon content think about that? Is that not a cue for me to come in? Yeah, but no. That's no, time to no. talk about to get debeefed, sponsored by Ar- Arby's, to get debeefed about the meeting that we had about the Brandon content. Did you say debeefed? Yeah, that's part of it, right? Yes, yes, that, yes. Okay, so you didn't get any of this, Paul. I'm sorry. No, I really uh, didn't. I, yes. I just assumed, like, what does Brandon Content have to say about that? That seemed like a natural cue for me to come in as Brandon. So no, 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 no. Arby's no. wants anything to be de-beefed. You would think it yeah. well, should be, be re-beefed. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. if anything. <laughs> now, when he says what my Brandon Content... Because you get the be- you're yes. debeefing the sandwich when you eat it. Well, you're debeefing Arby's. No you're taking the beef away from them. Get de-beefed. You're not taking the beef out of the sandwich. Oh, oh you know what? If it was it to help us get debeefed. Yeah, debeef us. Debeef us. Debeef yeah. us. Yes. Okay. Yes. You're debeefing the Arby's location. No, you can try. But wait a second, Joe. How do you eat sandwiches? Do you t- do you open up the sandwich and then take the contents and then eat that? Yeah, I try to get all the stuff out of there and then I throw I think away maybe, the container. I think maybe he doesn't you remember think the, bun the bread is the container. container. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe it's been a while since you've and I'm not going to do it. The thing. You're not going to do what? <laughs> Forget it. What? Uh, the Scott. I can't even. Even don't even get me. Uh, yeah, uh, that it's been yeah a while. Yeah, when yeah when it's, he says thing what he... would branded content have to say about that? Well, you say well we had a meeting to discuss this. What we were oh okay so character. as myself then yes. I talk about like the behind the story behind the scenes story. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what? But also would we some a... of our branded branded content is he comes in and gets everybody debeefed. We had a meeting where who yes, needs he, a debeefing? He, he debeefed mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easy. Though. Are we in the popcorn gallery right now? Oh, oops. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you all know what it is. Come on. <laughs> Quit doing. Yes, the mess yes, around. y'all. It's time for the popcorn gallery, uh, where uh, we have questions for Brandon content. Actually, for me. Mm-hmm. Does this no? Well, yeah. Is that a it, cue for him to? I actually don't know. This. Yeah, I, I think it's for Paul to like discuss what say Brandon content what would. Say. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. Yes. All right. That's probably more helpful. Okay. Yes. No. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, okay, do we need to reach into the back to yes. get the questions? Okay, hang on. It's food water! And that's what was inside the popcorn bag. And so, so the bottom of the popcorn bag was soup? Uh, yeah, or somebody poured the soda inside the popcorn bag and it mixed with the popcorn mm-hmm. to make what Mark now calls food water. My high school friend Mark does sound drops. It didn't sound like <laughs> that. Huh? It didn't sound like a popcorn bag full of soda. Oh, yeah. It sounded just like all the other ones. <laughs> yep, yeah. Okay. Unless, have they all been filled with soda? <laughs> no. That would have been an incredible reveal. Oh, yes. It's like the end of the usual suspects or something. <laughs> yes. When verbal kints walking away and Kobayashi's revealed to have been a plate. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh, such a great thing when it's a surprise. Sixth Sense, you seen that? Big yes. twist. Everything red is death. Dead. Mm-hmm. Red, dead, redemption. 
I'm so ready for the question, A's. <laughs> Here's a question from Just Add Pepper. Brandon, what's the most important part of advertising? I think Brandon would say the most important part. Well, you can talk to him to ask oh, him. Oh, okay. I didn't realize. I mean, don't just like speak for, you know, it's funny if you like. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Uh, what was the question? What's the most important part of advertising? Brandon, what's the, yes? What's the most important part of advertising? Oh, well, of course, it's content that's branded. I think that's what he would say. Hmm. Hmm. And, and now is, that seemed like it is, is part of this character that he's lazy. Like he just answers questions in like a very like he has I, a conception, a very obvious I, way. I don't. If you if you listen to the question, that seems like a layup for Brandon content, right? That mm-hmm. of course the most he's going to think. The most important part of advertising is branded content. Why wouldn't he think that? No. I don't know what you want. No, that's okay. But maybe like explaining why after that in like an interesting way. You know, I'm just asking like it's your character. I'm not trying. Okay, Lauren Michaels. I didn't realize that you had some sort of stake in this where you can like tell me what to do or how it goes. That's not Lauren Michaels. That's Lauren Michaels' nanny. Hayes. Now, yeah, I can understand. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry why that I got. It. I'm sorry he's that with I got Lauren's upset. kids a lot. Yeah, so, so yes, I could see why you would think I was Lauren Michaels. A mistake right. people and make. I'm giving them fatherly kisses, but and you're holding a glass of white wine. Mm-hmm. His yes. adult children. That's his. That's Lawrence. That's I'm, you're holding. I'm also the nanny wine. for the wine. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know you were a wine nanny. Lauren and I'm can't sorry. have his hands full. Okay, I guys, I'm sorry that I I got upset. I just I. Uh, Say the wine nanny, people might think you're talking about. Do they? Fredrisher! Oh, that wow. voice. Wow, yeah. I always forget so that. So the how idea she that, like, oh, I don't know how to anything about characters and stuff. It's like. The wine nanny. So now we know. Immediately his busts out a legendary character. Yeah. <laughs> and so you, maybe you do want to take his notes. And I think we had discussed Brandon content. Um,. Almost as like at one point we were calling him Randon content because he mm-hmm. was very in love with the philosophy of Ayn Rand. Right. Yeah. And being and so and about makers and, and takers. And, yes. Yeah. yeah. And just, yeah, sort of he's like a John Galt figure. Right. Um, so uh, maybe he works that into some of his answers. Sure. Uh, do okay. we have another question for yeah. him? Yes. Let me give it a shot. Uh, let's discover it in a funny way. Slorp, 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 slorp. Oh, yeah, it sounds much more slurp, wet slurp, now. Slorp, slorp, yeah. slorp, 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 slorp. It's a uh, dry piece of popcorn. Ugh. So, he, <laughs> so you reached Pat through some soda, then into some popcorn, then into some more soda, but you pulled out a dry piece of popcorn. I think there was Tupperware inside. A the little tiny Tupperware? water bag, yeah, that he was trying to unscrew. It sounded a little, and, yeah. yeah, yeah, I heard that. yeah. Uh, this is from Skizzolo. Branding content. Do you have any embarrassing stories where your content accidentally got off brand? Hey, Brandon, <laughs> do you have any embarrassing stories? I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait till that's done. Uh, yeah. Huh? Maybe okay. he's drinking some coffee to give this next answer a little more thought. And... Okay. Oh, maybe Brandon is? Yeah. Oh, I see. That was Brandon who was drinking the coffee. Yeah. We hope so. Brandon, did you ever have an experience where what was it? Was it again? 
Is this another thing of the character? I, no, it's not. I don't remember what the question is. Okay. I'm genuinely okay. asking okay. you, Brandon content. Do you have any embarrassing stories where your content accidentally got off brand? I got it. Hey, Brand, do you have any uh, embarrassing stories where your content accidentally got off brand? Interesting you should say that, Paul. Because one time I made something for the good of all society, but people wanted it for free. They just wanted to take without making anything of their own. And so I would call that... That being off brand. What was the the something? And the randoness as well, because he he does rando humor, so like skittles well, commercial stuff. Me. Right, right, right. But I thought rand only referred to like an Iron Randy and. And then there's thing. an O afterwards, and so it was it was to, rand to be, content. To Sorry, I'm seeing content. Joe. Sorry, to, be, he, to be fair, Brandon. you didn't you didn't tell me that until just now. Joe's been trying to he, sneak under the door. <laughs> <laughs> is, is Joe, that, you, what? Joe? He's not going to fit under the door. <laughs> no, I'm going out there because I. Re- that's where some of my memories about the old mix-ups from the content is in there. I don't have to go out and get one. Is from in there? You mean outside? It's in the. It, it's in not rooming. Joe, the Pepsi's were were mix up. Pepsi's. Yeah, we made those seeds. The Pepsi's Pepsi were mix up. It said Pepsi on it. Pepsi's. Where they were Pepsi seeds, and but it said Pepsi. But then when you planted them, Pepsi can grow. It's a, it's kind no, of a oh, just it's oh, a, that would be nice. It's almost kind of a food water. <laughs> no. Soda is yeah. food water, right? Well, you certainly if it. you're growing it like food. Yeah. Our idea was that it would be a can of Pepsi, <laughs> but it wasn't. It was just a plant. Yeah, just a great regular plant. I'm worried, Joe, that the way you're hugging Douglas, he's going to bump the microphone. Is this okay? It's fine. I mean, if it makes you feel good, it's good, I right? I mean, you you were shaking your microphone around before. Yeah. I can't have him up here. He said, yes, okay. I'll answer this time so that there's no gray area. Mm, yeah. Nothing good in here. Today. Did we ever find out what the random? Uh, the, oh, Brandon, what about what? Is there anything else about the the branded content getting off brand? Yes, uh, I grew a talking unicorn out of my forehead. That's good. Shot laser beams. Shot laser beams. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's random. Was that right, Douglas? No one saw that coming. Was that? Yeah, was that Douglas that said that? Can you hear Douglas? <laughs> no, we are. I thought you were translating I thought, I for Douglas. I heard oh, someone random, say, yeah. I wasn't looking at you. I heard someone say, wow, that's random. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we're kind of, it's hard to tell when it's me or when it's Douglas now because we're getting connected. You're achieving like a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. You're almost like those coma patients with the uh, brain wires connecting to each other. Well, he's I was sick thinking, and I'm sick. I was thinking of Birdman. When Birdman. Uh, you know, has uh, he's walking down the street, and then real Birdman is behind him. Oh, speaking in the gosh! Yeah. Oh, boo! Superhero movies, yay! Birdman. Yeah. He becomes the bird at the end. Yeah. Remember in the hospital, mm-hmm. fifteen minutes after the movie should have ended. Yeah. Oh god. And then it turns out he really could fly. Oh wow! And yeah, she looks up. Yeah, she looks up. Oh, thank God, Looking Birdman up. could fly. I was afraid something else. Yeah. Looking up for once, finally, because you know, never know. She even knew how to look up from her Twitter for most of the beginning. All, because all she cared about was going viral. Hello, young people. This is at you. This is for you, millennials, and yeah. it's not pleasurable. Maybe if we stop cutting to different shots, you'll pay attention for once. <laughs> yes. Here's what's bullshit. 
Movies, bullshit. <laughs> Plays, also bullshit. Reviewers, bullshit. Books, I guess not bullshit. Those are good. Yeah, they're mentioned in a favorable way. John Updike, bullshit. He was drunk when he saw that play and wrote on a napkin. I liked it. Being on a toilet, funny. Always funny. Dicks. Phones. Like, pho- you forgot phones being bullshit. Phones, phones, are, phones bullshit. are bullshit. Social media, bullshit. The internet in total bullshit. You know, it's not bullshit. Uh oh. Branded content. Here it comes. A segment that you can refill again and again with comedy that people enjoy. Mm hmm. And it's p- proprietary to your, the thing that you're putting out there. Mm hmm. So that's so, it, I, I thought Brandon, in saying refill, right. that he would mention a specific brand. Like Pepsi, I don't know. Pepsi! <laughs> or the now and later porcupine. Take, it, take your... <laughs> if you remember the... the, the yeah, the candy uh, now and later. Yeah. Uh-huh. The, yeah, the, the and their mascot, mascot, the now and later porcupine. Yeah. And he's got... He, he doesn't He's got now. now and later stuck on all of his quills. And then when you pull when you pull off a now and later, then he shoots the quill into your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the end of the commercial is a, is a cartoon kid whose like, face is filled with porcupine quills. And mm-hmm. he's saying, at least I'm eating this now. Yes. And later I'll go to the hospital. Uh-huh. Yeah. We have a question. Oh, okay. good. Wait, does oh. Douglas have something to say? He wants Douglas to... has a question. Oh, okay. I thought he wanted to be the popcorn bag. <laughs> it's maybe a better job for him. Well, he doesn't have a job at all. What? Oh, no, okay. no, I, okay. Hayes, Hayes. He, he watches well, while there's... I'm asleep. Oh, that's not what I thought the job was. What is I he? thought the job was being a trash receptacle. Shh. I'm sorry. He hates that about himself. I'm sorry. Oh, and I guess he would have to sleep now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I'm awake, he's asleep. When I'm asleep, he's awake. That's okay. how we stay safe in room and shifts. Oh, but you talk to each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but he's uh, always sleeping when you. Talk one of to you him. is always asleep. How does that work? <laughs> well, we can hear each other when we're asleep. Oh, do you ever wonder if you're a character in his dream and vice versa? Oh my god, maybe. Trippy. You guys like to trip out on some crazy shit. I do. So you, uh, you got one? Oh, no. <laughs> you don't have a crazy thing we can trip out? No, on? but I love like just <laughs> thought experiments, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, how about um, your skin is an organ? Hmm. What? It is, yeah, to think of like organs being outside. They're supposed to be wet. Yeah. And mine kind of They is, should be but... soaked. All other organs are wet all the time. Mm-hmm. They're soaked. Your eyes are wet. Your appendix is wet. Oh God, it's soaked, Paul. Yeah, it's dripping wet. Yes. Like you could, if you if you wrung out your appendix, you'd into, be able to fill a whole Douglas. Yeah. <laughs> he liked that. He got very excited. He's by asleep, that. but he can hear you. And he really he, stirred when, when he, he heard bops me himself around. That he means he likes what you're saying. Juice. Yeah. yeah. Well, he hates people. So as long as there's a person appendix. Why does he hate people? The people keep him in room and they put the trash inside of him. I see. He doesn't hate me, but. Have you ever ever put trash inside of Douglas? A long time ago, yeah. I had, uh, I needed a little pep me up before coming in to do a. Pep seat? Go ahead. Sorry. Pet me up. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. yeah. 
So I went to Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf, and I got a medium hot coffee with room for cream, and then I put some cream into it. What show were you doing? What, I was coming here for Comedy Bang Bang. Oh, I could see why you'd want to be on top of your game for that. Firing on all cylinders. It had been a while, and I wanted to make sure I was ready to do it. Uh-huh. And then what happened? You threw it into the trash? Uh, I don't want to tell any more of the story. I'm surprised. See, so I'm surprised. Like, this is what's curious to me. And I, I don't know if you wanted someone to point this out, but you, as you tell that story about throwing a cup of coffee away, you were urinating into the trash can. <laughs> That's what I have to do. I know, and but he's okay, okay with okay, it. And I'm okay. Okay, so yes. that, okay, okay. That's so. why he bopped his head up at the thought of appendix juice. He likes any human fluid. So, okay, so that. Guys, we gotta do the Brandon content thing today. Hello. I have tickets to the Dodgers NLCS game. Okay, that's the only reason oh. I brought it up because I thought that would be the thing you would talk about. It was like a bad thing you did to Brandon instead of the coffee cup thing, but that's, that's not good. bad that's for not him. Bad. You don't okay. understand. For Douglas. Them. For Douglas. Yes, not for, for Brandon, right? Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> we have a question for Brandon. That's sure. what I was thinking. Of. Okay, we want to reach into the bag. Mark's had a lot of time to put together a good sound drop. The Krampus. Okay, well, I don't know if you've seen the posters for this Krampus movie that's coming out. <laughs> but it looked pretty scary. What was the noise at the top? Was it a motorcycle or a helicopter? Jesus Christ, Paul. I'm not Mark. Well, what? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I should say that's good. This is our Halloween episode, so it's good that we got. <laughs> As you can see, it's on theme. That of we got the Krampus. On brand. Of our, yes. <laughs> That would have hey, been a great. Bad. That would have been a great thing to say first in Brandon yeah, Cotton's voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. see now. I see now what I should have done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dear Brandon, this is from Spunky Funerism. Remember that big argument you had with your high school math teacher about how you didn't need to learn trigonometry because none of the real ballers ever use that shit in the real world? How's that working out for you, big guy? And so I think this is like a universe where. Maybe Brandon has discovered a need to use mm-hmm. trigonometry, like you're yeah. like he feels bad or something. Hey, Paul, I'm sorry. I just texted with Mark. It was a motorcycle. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I I, I understand your nah, frustration. I flipped out. I, <sighs> I feel like I feel like tempers are really running high in in here, and I don't know. I don't know what it is, and I don't know if it's because Joe is talking so much about being trapped in here that we're feeling that way, mm-hmm. mm. and maybe we are. But it, it, do you want to trip out on something? What if we are trapped in this room and none of us can get out, and we're all trash cans? That's tripping mm. me out. Oh boy, could be. Yeah, it could be. Um... <laughs> now. Joe's drifting backwards very slowly. No, I'm not. He's but, yeah, because you're face- no, I'm not. You're <laughs> slowly pushing himself away from the table. I'm as loud as I was. I'm not. No, you're not. I'm as Joe, loud you're as so I was. close to the door. It's making me nervous. Okay. Your face was so casual, it did almost make me think. I thought, I thought we were getting farther away. <laughs> like the table was moving. Mm-hmm. Yes, he must be in the same place because his face is so yeah, casual. Yeah, I never saw yeah. you It's move. almost like you were looking very casual on purpose. It was, it was like an a, optical illusion. Like the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland. Yeah. 
you're just rotating around. Another very scary, as you as you know, this is our Halloween episode, mm-hmm. and yeah, so it's only appropriate to talk about all manner of haunted stuff. Mm-hmm. Gotta get in old? line early. Hey, want to feel? Oh old? wait, you guys want to feel old? <laughs> want to feel old? Sure. But Krampus hasn't even come out yet. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> See, now that drives me crazy because the first time when the when the voice said, "Wow, that's random," I couldn't see who was talking. But then I was kind of looking looking at you, and your mouth wasn't moving at all when I just heard that. Oh. No, that was me. You saw my mouth move. No, I. No, that was Douglas. When it said, uh, "When it just said, oh man," uh, yeah. it didn't really. That sound was me. Like being disappointed that I'm so old because Krampus hasn't even come out yet. It's mm-hmm. not Douglas being disappointed in me because I almost got out of room and then I got called back in because that is- then that's all that was. It was a go okay plan that didn't work. And that's it. And that's all there is to it. So we got to get into the branding content stuff. So there's commercials and questions. Okay. And the commercials is the content. The content is the commercials. Right. And it's, every, you know. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Does Brandon have some brands that he would like to discuss? I mean, I love brands. I love content and I love brands. Leatherman tools. Get one of those little ones. You can stick it in your junk drawer. It's good for anything that you might have to do a little repair on around the house. And there was two times that that commercial almost scared me. One is just Leatherman. Right. Just hearing that. <laughs> it does sound scary. And then Leatherface is scary enough. Right, right, right. And then, what if so all of him is, was leather, yes. not just his face? And as much as it is our Halloween episode, I don't want to be terrified necessarily so yeah. much as I want to sort of reference, okay, I kind of feel old. Certainly death is impending. The Krampus hasn't even come out yet, mm-hmm. so how old am I? <laughs> Second, though, after I finally get over Leatherman, it's like, oh, Leatherman tools, okay. But then it went, it said, stick it in your junk. And I thought, does this guy think that I want to put like sharp metal tools Yowch. into my zone, into my area? Yeah. You know, your like, yeah, Yowch is right, Douglas. Yeah. And so, wait, was that Douglas who said that? Yeah, it's me. I wasn't looking. Oh my <laughs> that God. One was definitely Douglas. What? I've always been me. And I've always been the one talking. Look, Joey's asleep. He's lying where the trash can was with his mouth open. Don't want nothing to do with Leatherman. He's become a trash can. Douglas is peeing into Joe's mouth. (laughs) Leatherman's dry. Leatherman's organs are dry. I like a human with the wet organ. Oh, God. Put the liquid from the organ into me. I'm Douglas. Well, what a scary, what a Halloween. terrifying scary. Halloween episode. This is pretty scary. Yeah. So anyway, Leatherman, but then it was Leatherman Tools junk. Then it was junk drawer. Sean, so it are was you a lot of? Are yeah. you scared of uh, Eddie Murphy from the Raw uh, comedy special? The Leatherman, yeah, mm-hmm. who comes out and scares me in Raw. Mm-hmm. I am because his head, it's, he's like fully wearing leather. I'm scared. I'm scared of a few things that are involved in that. Mm-hmm. I'm scared that a leather man is seems mad at me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. I'm scared that somebody who's so cool is so funny because comedy is supposed to be the domain of dorks like me. Right. 
And so like, I never seen somebody that cool be that funny before. And then I was like, cool. okay. And they, are they pushing me off my block? Right. Cause nerds like me who are fucking reading computers, mm-hmm. books that are comics, friends that are, uh, have retainers, science movies, everything mm-hmm. like that. Thank you. The Mars man. Yeah. The freaking Mars man. <laughs> Eat my asshole, Neil Armstrong, he says in that movie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to science my dick off. <laughs> He's saying everything. Mm-hmm. The Mars man doesn't give him the F. What I'm scared about in Raw is that the PC police are going to show up and assassinate him. You can't say anything anymore. You and if you, if you look at that special, it holds up so well. Oh, and God. those ideas are so fresh even today that it's like, are you telling me that we live in a world where it would not be great to watch Raw anymore and not laugh out loud at every single thing? Yes. I don't want to live in that world. That homosexual people talk different. <laughs> They're that, always looking at Eddie Murphy's ass. That every, they all want his ass. That every single man in the world is cheating on his yes, girlfriend. Yes, and that is stated as a fact. Yes. Just all of these ideas. That's not funny anymore? Yeah, all of a sudden that is not acceptable as a comedic premise. That all women just want your money in a divorce. Yeah. And that the only way to really be safe is to go and find some African bitch, which is what he says. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the, she would probably get ruined by our modern American society yeah. and also become a, just a money grubbing. Right. Shrill. Like I'm, I'm laughing right now. It's hilarious. Like, what like, a funny idea. Like, is that not the funniest shit to it's you? hysterical. What happened, America? It certainly deserves to finish at the top three of every yeah. appraisal of stand-up oh, comedy sure. that's ever, sure. ever been done. Absolutely! Yes! It does! Brandon agrees. It's I agree! Yes, that's always, that's the funniest stuff to me. Talking about being cool, fucking all the time. Yes! <laughs> being a badass. This is what comedy Not liking is. people who are different than right. me. Right! This is what comedy couple is. Couple pretty good impressions. Mm-hmm. Back, and, back, and swears when you words. Could, back when you could tell a raunchy story and there were no there was no qualifiers after it. Nope. No. Whether somebody told you not to do it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And he was the first one to put Cosby on blast. Well, thank you guys all for coming and being on the show. Everybody. Douglas, Brandon Conte, You're welcome. Paula Tompkins. Sure. Joe Wagger. Engineer Brett, yeah. Hayes, myself, mm-hmm. the whole crew. We Thank- haven't done the pro version in a little while. Um, is there a special thing we'd like to give out for Demon Lover 69? Oh, yeah, Demon Lover 69. Uh, that, you could have Joe's good, phone. That's a good one for the Halloween episode. That's a good user for the Halloween episode. Heads yeah. up, Demon Lover 69. Halloween Sounds like it's broke. That would be a good, like, Simpsons, like, in the Simpsons credits of the Treehouse of Horror. Like, right. why doesn't James L. Brooks just be Demon Lover 69? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or James L. Demon Lover 69. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you can have Joe's phone. Mm-hmm. And it's not, though, you can see the insides of it, which is so interesting. And now, and but... Before next time, you guys will bring me some soup and my sure deodorant. And oh, so you've given up on the idea of even leaving. 
Oh. It's almost like you don't want to leave. I mean, it's just assumed that Brooks a week here. from now, yeah, no, it feels like you Brooks guys was here. Yeah, you've been institutionalized. Yeah. It feels like you guys aren't going to let me out. So whatever, you know, I'll just. What if it's James L. Brooks was here? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> This has been an Earwolf production, executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Adam Sachs, and Chris Bannon. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.